Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in his series on the first epistle of Peter, with this sermon entitled, Submission and Suffering, preached June 4, 2017. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to the first epistle of Peter, chapter 2, beginning with verse 18. I want to read my own translation from the Greek text, 1 Peter 2, 18 through 21. It is addressed to household slaves. Household slaves, submit yourselves, means obey. To your masters, they are called despots. In all fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the crooked. For this is grace, if because of God consciousness, that is because of faith. Anyone endures pains of suffering unjustly. Verse 20, for what credit is to you if you suffer a beating for sinning but if you endure suffering for doing good this is grace from God verse 21 for unto this you have been called because Christ also suffered for you that is for your salvation leaving you an example that you may follow him in his footsteps of suffering. Call to submit and suffer. Submission involves what, sir? Suffering. And don't believe any person who preaches receive Jesus, you can make more money. Such a preacher will be sent to hell by the Lord himself. In 1 Peter 2, 13 through 17, we are instructed to submit in the Lord to the emperor and governors he appoints. Friends, we are not lords, we are creatures. Jesus Christ is the Lord of all. We are to submit to the Lord Jesus Christ and all his delegated authorities of his institutions of the family, the church, and the state. In First Peter 2, 18 through 21, Peter addresses the household slaves who are believers in Jesus Christ that they should submit to their masters, despots, in the Lord and suffer if needs be. In the New Testament times, slaves were considered not persons. They were not fully humans. And the Bible says we all are created in the image and likeness of God. 
in the new testament time slaves were considered not persons with rights we are not civilized sir we kill 80 million people we have killed already by the supreme court making decision that your unborn baby is a mass of tissue not persons rights are for persons these household slaves were known as talking tools masters had authority even to kill them that's why they are called despots full authority yet many household slaves were well educated and were professionals teachers and managers living was better for many house slaves than for some free men they dressed well they lived in the master's house they enjoyed economic security so point 1 slaves submit peter exhorts house slaves to submit to their masters i said despots who possess total authority over them submit to their masters with all fear that's the text that's why you need to know original languages here submit means obey exactly immediately and with good attitude that's what submit means in this context they the believing house slaves are to obey in all fear that is with a healthy desire to please the master by knowing and doing his will exactly the way he wants unless he wants you to sin let me translate romans 13:7 different from niv give everyone what you owe him if you owe taxes pay taxes if revenue then revenue if fear then fear if honor then honor let me translate another verse Ephesians 5:33 However each one of you must love his wife as he loves himself and the wife must what sir fear her husband That's what it says the text Ephesians 6:5 Slaves obey your earthly masters how sir with fear and trembling and we are to work out our salvation how with fear and trembling and with sincerity of heart just as you would obey Christ first peter 2:17 show proper respect to everyone love the brotherhood of believers fear god honor the king joseph was a slave who pleased his master and his god in his incarnation jesus 
became a slave. Philippians 2.7 And was obedient to his father even to the accursed death of the cross. He is our model, our example. Onesimus was useless to the master before his conversion but after he became a useful brother in Christ the very dear spiritual son of Saint Paul in God's church there are no slaves there are no slaves there are no masters Colossians 3:11 Here there is no Greek or Jew, circumcised, uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free. But Christ is all and what sir? In all. Away from all discrimination in God's holy church. Galatians 3, 26 through 29. You are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave or free, male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. 1 Corinthians 12, 13. For we were all baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slave or free. And we were all given the one spirit to drink. In Jesus Christ, we are God's priceless jewels. We are God's segulas. We who were the despised and nothings have become the children of God and heirs of God. God is our treasure and we are his treasure. We were redeemed from the slave market by Christ paying the highest price. And Peter said already in 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19 For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your forefathers from Adam on. Empty way of life handed down to us. The way of sin and death and damnation and hell. That's what you got from your parents. But with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect, the highest possible price God paid for your redemption, sir. Believing slaves, we are all in that sense slaves of Jesus Christ. There is no discrimination. But not only that, we are heirs of God, we are sons of God. Believing slaves obeys not only good and kind masters, but they also, by the grace and power of the Holy Spirit who indwells them, obey to please harsh and crooked 
masters. There are a lot of crooked masters. The word for crooked is scoliosis. You heard of scoliosis, the curvature of the spine. Here, scoliosis means morally crooked masters. Second point, obey masters by grace. And God, 2 Corinthians 9, 8, and God is able to make all grace abound to you so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. What you need is not more money, sir. Not more power. What you need is more grace. 2 Corinthians 12, 9, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. And he said, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things. Not something. I can do all things including crucifixion, beheading, Stoning. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. We can do all this suffering, including the suffering of beheading and crucifixion. Look at Paul and Peter. And how do we suffer? We suffer by grace. We suffer by prayer, by spirit's presence and power. We suffer because it is God's will and we suffer because it is for our good. Romans 8, 28 And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. Suffering for the people of God is designed by God. For the perfecting of your holiness. He plans to conform us to Jesus. We suffer to receive a reward. And let me tell you. Our suffering is according to God's plan. We read Psalm 33, 11, But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of his heart through all generations. Everything we face in life, and you are going to face more trouble. You are going to die, sir, through certain diseases. Some die instantly. It's waiting for you, sir. But God is with you. He is Emmanuel. God with us. I'll be with you always, even unto the end of the ages. He will bring you to heaven. Even today, Christians are being killed by the enemies of God, including little children, especially in the Middle East. They are asked to curse Jesus, and they refuse, and they are killed. Christ has changed our death into blessing.
dying in faith in Jesus is a blessing. It is precious. It is a blessing. Dying for believers to be present in heaven with the Lord. It is gain. It is far better. Excellent. Paul says, Romans 8, as it is written, for your sakes we face death all day long. Death. We are considered as sheep to the slaughter. Knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. What's your problem, sir? What's your complaint? We ought to be ashamed of our complaint. Don't have any grace, therefore we are complaining. Knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height or depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Verse 19 gives reason why we should also submit to suffering from hard, crooked taskmasters. Peter says, because this is grace. We suffer pains of unjust suffering by grace that God gives to do every good work in the will of God. Verse 19 has reference not only to believing slaves, but to all believers, slave or free. In God's will for perfecting of our holiness, God ordains sufferings, even unjust suffering. The obedient Joseph was thrown into a pit by his own brothers who sold him as a slave, who was purchased by Lord Potiphar of Egypt. And Mrs. Potiphar falsely accused him of rape. He was thrown into prison. In due time, he became the prime minister of Egypt. He did not understand what was happening to him. But, let me tell you, God was with him always. Read Genesis 39, seven times. It says, the Lord was with him. Understand, brother, the Lord is with you. As you experience suffering, you may not understand now why certain things are happening to you, but take comfort. The Lord is with you to help you. He is in you and he is a wall of fire around you so no one can harm you. We suffer the third point for our good. Jesus is our savior. His name is Jesus for he shall save his people from their sin. And his people will believe and trust in Jesus Christ alone. As the word is preached, even now, the Holy Spirit is convicting you to believe in Jesus Christ and be saved. 
Friends, you don't understand now, but you will understand why by and by. As you look back, we understand all things God is doing for our eternal good. And Joseph understood. Genesis 50 verse 20, you intended to harm me. But God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done. The saving of many lives. Christ suffered on the cross for our good. He suffered unjustly. All things work together under God's control for our good. Which is our holiness. First Peter 1 Peter 1.15 through 16. But just as he who called you is holy. So be holy in all you do. For it is written. Be ye holy for I am holy. His children will be holy. And if you are disobedient and wicked. It simply says you are not his children. By their fruit ye shall know them. Fruit of love, joy, peace, self-control and so on. Hebrews 12, 14. Make every effort to live in peace with all men and to be holy. Now he says. For without holiness you will not see the Lord. Jesus in his teaching he said. Blessed are the pure in heart for they and they alone will see God. J. Gresham Machen, professor of New Testament at Princeton for many years, was a godly man. Princeton abandoned the gospel. So he and several others came to Philadelphia to establish Westminster Theological Seminary. At age 55, he was preaching the gospel in Bismarck, North Dakota. And he was sick of pneumonia, he kept on preaching. Finally, on the last day of 1936, he was admitted to the hospital. And God gave him a vision of heaven. And a friend by name Sam visited him in the hospital. And he said, Last night God gave me a vision of heaven. This is what he said, Sam, it was glorious. And he died. And went to heaven, sir. And my father received glorious vision of heaven, sir. Jonathan Edwards received such ecstatic experience of God. And throughout the history of Christian church, people experienced it. Stephen experienced it. The young Stephen, stoned to death, as he was dying, he said, Look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Inviting me to heaven. 
It is this Jesus who told the thief on the cross who believed in him. Today you will be with me in paradise. And Jesus died first and went to paradise waiting for the thief to come in. Sir, we go to heaven, sir. Every believer in Jesus Christ go to heaven. And I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to get rid of your foolishness, godlessness, and self-trust, and trust in your money, in your looks, your brilliance, and your pedigree, trust in Jesus Christ, and say the prayer of the publican, have mercy upon me, a sinner! And you will be saved. And saved forever, sir. Sir, there is coming a day when all our questions will be answered. Jesus himself suffered totally unjustly for our good. We read in Philippians 2, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, he was deity, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a slave, the word is slave. Being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow. Either you bow now or you bow later, but you will bow. And you will confess him as Lord now or on the last day of judgment. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Sir, you are just grass, withering grass. You don't believe? Look at a mirror. Have you looked at your face in the mirror, sir? You couldn't believe what you are seeing. Withering, sir. And soon we fall to the ground to be buried. Romans 5. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Hope of seeing God. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings, plural, sir. Because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. Suffering, sir. Every Christian suffers as he submits to Jesus Christ and all his delegated authorities. James 1, consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work. So when you pray, he doesn't stop it because 
It must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, lacking in nothing. You don't like it? I don't like it either. But I submit to the will of God to achieve his good purpose to be made like Jesus Christ. Number four, be conscious of God as we suffer. That means trust in God. How can I endure pains of unjust suffering? The answer is by being conscious of God, by trusting in God as Jesus himself did. First Peter 2.23 When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. And First Peter 3 But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. In your heart, set apart Christ as Lord. He is Lord. He is my Lord. He is with me right now. In my suffering he gives me grace. First Peter 3.17 It is better if it is God's will to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. Be conscious of God. Casting your cares upon the Lord for he cares for you. Reading the word of God. Hearing the word preached. Worshipping God. Fellowshipping with God's people who will encourage you. Using all means of grace. Knowing his will and doing his will. Enjoying God's presence, his grace and power. The Hebrew writer says, let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in time of our need. It's going to come to you, sir. Maybe today, sir. Have you received grace to endure it? First Peter 1 We read, we through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while. You may have had to suffer griefs in all kinds of trials. These have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold which perishes even though refined by fire. God is testing you through fire to purify your faith in Jesus Christ. May be proved genuine faith and may result in praise and glory and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Now listen, though you have not seen him, you love him. Even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy for you are receiving the goal of your faith the salvation of your souls God will have holy people 
you know, trusting in your cards and mansions and monies and all that degrees. Your degrees are nothing but dust in your hand. Your monies are nothing but dust. Number five, suffering unjustly. Verse 24, what credit to you if you suffer beatings for sinning? No praise, that is, no commendation, no reward from God. Beatings. Jesus received beatings. Matthew 26, 67. Then they spit in his face and struck him with their fists. Others slapped him. For our salvation he suffers. He was given over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. And this Jesus told us, he alone tells truth. Let God be true and all men liars. Everybody is lying, sir. Jesus Christ is truth and he speaks truth and every promise he made is true. Listen to what Jesus said. Then he said to his disciples, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, take up the cross and follow me to death. Yes, we endure suffering for doing good. This brings commendation, praise and reward from God. Sometime even deliverance. Look at Joseph. Look at three Hebrews children. Look at Daniel. They suffered for doing God's will. Friends, verse 21 says, To this we have been called. To what, sir? To suffering. God called us to follow him to death. That is the cost of discipleship, being a Christian, sir. He did not promise to make us rich and famous. Paul says in Galatians 1.8 But if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let him be eternally condemned. And any preacher in this country or around the world who preaches believe in Jesus, he weeps and and begs and say, believe in Jesus, you'll be healed and you will be rich, you'll be promoted. And Hebrews eleven thirteen says, these are agents of the devil who masquerades as the preachers of the gospel. Sir, don't worry about suffering and death. He gave us eternal life and we shall never perish in Jesus We have total security. He called us from darkness to light. From wrath to peace. From death to life. From hell to heaven. He is also calling us to eternal glory. 1 Peter 5.10 And the God of all grace who called you to his, what sir, eternal glory in Christ. After you have suffered 
a little while will himself restore you and make you strong, firm and established. And Paul said, we are more than conquerors. Nothing in all creation is able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul says in Romans 8 and verse 18, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Don't trust philosophers. Don't trust politicians. Trust Jesus Christ and be saved. Sir, I said before we experience glorification, it is the will of God that we follow in his footsteps in suffering. For our own good. Because suffering above all things make us conformable to Jesus Christ in holiness. We were children of disobedience. We have become children of obedience. Jesus said, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice. And be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you, even Jesus Christ. Understand, sir. Look at the scripture. They will persecute you and speak all manner of things falsely against you. That is proof that we belong to Jesus Christ. Let me read to you. Acts 14 verse 22. Paul strengthened the disciples. Encouraged them in the true faith. Saying what? We must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. 2 Timothy 3.12. In fact everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be what sir? Persecuted. If a preacher doesn't preach this truth, his church is a synagogue of Satan. And Jesus Christ on the last day will say, depart from me, go to hell. Anathema. Let him be what? Eternally condemned. John 16.33 I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have trouble but take heart I have overcome the world. Philippians 3.10 and 11 I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings becoming like in his death and so somehow to attain the resurrection from the dead. Yeah, you want to have a good life, sir? Listen. Second Corinthians 11, are the servants of Christ? I am out of my mind to talk like this. I am more, I have worked much harder, been in prison more frequently, been flogged more severely, been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received from the Jews the forty lashes minus one, three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned, 
Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and day in the open sea. I have been constantly on the move. I have been in danger from rivers, danger from bandits, danger from my own countrymen, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the country, danger at sea, and danger from what, sir? False brothers. I have labored and toiled and have often gone without sleep. I have known hunger and thirst and have often gone without food. What's your complaint, sir? I just want to know. When you really know the scripture, you will be ashamed for your little complaint. But don't worry, sir. Let me assure you, as we suffer for Christ... The Comforter, the Eternal Holy Spirit will be resting on us to comfort us. That is in the Greek, to give us rest, to refresh us, to strengthen us, to give us peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. As the Spirit rested upon Jesus Christ, Isaiah 11, to the Spirit of the Lord will what, sir? Rest on you. First Peter four fourteen. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed, because the Spirit of glory and of God rests on you to revive you, to refresh you, to strengthen you. In other words, you are not suffering alone. Jesus Christ suffered by the Holy Spirit. Hebrews 9.14 Let me read to you 2 Corinthians 1.3 through 5 Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ Father of compassion and God of all comfort Who comforts us in all our troubles So that we can comfort those in any trouble With the comfort we ourselves have received from God His name is Emmanuel He said I will never leave you nor forsake you He is in us He is all around us He is with us Not an angel sir Christ himself in the spirit is with us And Paul says, indeed, in our hearts we felt the sentence of death, but this happened that we might not rely, trust on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. Don't believe in Jesus to get money. So business will prosper. It may prosper or it may go down. He knows what he must do with us to Bring us to godliness. Because without it, you cannot be saved. Let me tell you this. And then I give you an illustration. 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. Therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are what, sir? Wasting away. Take a look at the mirror, sir. And... Though outwardly we are wasting away, inwardly we are being renewed day by day for our light and momentary troubles are achieved. Momentary means 80 years, 70 years. That's what momentary means. Yeah, understand that. Momentary doesn't mean for a moment. It means for a moment from eternity in view. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. 
So we fix our eyes not on what is seen but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary but what is seen eternal. We are going to see God. We are destined for glorification. Suffering first, glorification second. That's the way it is. Let me read something from my professor Edmund Clowney, professor of preaching, sir. And he tells this. He says, and I thank God, he is quoting a Korean believer, pastor. And I thank God that he has given me the love to seek to convert and adopt as my son the enemy who killed my dear boys. This is what the pastor said. Korean pastor. These were the words of Korean pastor Yang Won Son. The year was 1948. The place was the town of Sun Chun near the 38th parallel. A band of communists had taken control of the town for a brief period and had executed Pastor Son's two older boys, Matthew and John. They died as martyrs, calling on their persecutors to believe in Jesus. When the communists were driven out, Chai Soon, a young man of the village, was identified as the one who had fired the murderous shots. His execution was ordered. Pastor Son requested that the charges be dropped and that Chai Soon, the murderer, be released into his custody for adoption. Rachel, the 13-year-old sister of the murdered boys, testified to support her father's incredible request. Only then did the court agree to release Chai Soon. He became the son of the pastor and a believer in the grace of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, help us to understand what I said. Help us to trust in Jesus Christ and by grace live. And you abound grace that we may abound in every good work, including suffering, persecution, unjustly. In Jesus' name, amen. Grace Valley Christian Center is committed to the unchanging truth of the Holy Scriptures. We have been proclaiming the whole counsel of God since 1974 through our weekly worship services, our website resources, and our publishing ministry. For more information about our church, to find more edifying sermons, or to order books by the Rev. P.G. Matthew, please visit our website at gracevalley.org.